Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, Amy Taylor's here in for Sandy Max. Greg Matzik is here. Good thing on this Aaron Rodgers day. Debbie Laska's here, and Adam Roberts is producing the show. So news broke about two hours ago, almost exactly two hours ago, that terms have been reached between the Jets and the Packers to send Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. The basic gist is this. The Packers move up a couple of picks in the first round. The Packers gain a second-round pick. This is on this year's draft. We send our fifth-round pick to them. We get their sixth-round pick back. And then in next year's draft, the Packers get a second-round pick. And if Rodgers plays 65% of the time, that elevates to a first-round pick. I am stunned. And we've been talking about this for a very long time, and the numbers of those people who are happy to see Rodgers go are ha- are higher than they have been the last two months. And they've been high the last two months. Our Twitter poll, you can find it on my Twitter feed, John Merkier, is now that Rodgers is going to be gone, are you happy or sad? 80% say happy. Will there be as much winning? I mean, this is going to we'll be a find out. for the Packers. Well, he be... hasn't done much winning in well, the big games that's lately. That's true. What was their record, Greg? Eight and nine last season. Yeah. Right? People want to forget that Aaron played like crap and they had a sub 500 record. He right. had a chance to win. Right. Do you want to pay 60 to million for that? No. Like I, mean, just, I, I don't personally know. don't. <laughs> he plays right. well, we get in the playoffs. Right. And he didn't. Then he craps the bet against Detroit at home. And it wasn't Plus the first the, time. the attitude uh, problem. Well, there's that, too. Yeah, time, yeah. time to get him out of here. Yeah. Um, I do feel, find myself feeling a little bit different than I did. I've been the guy that's been like, get him out of here. I'm ready to be done. I still am glad that he's going to be gone. But I am a little sad. I mean, he won four MVPs wearing the green and gold. I mean, it's he an won era. a Super Bowl. He's an iconic, or was, is. How do you think? What do you so, think? So, so Twitter will tell you that you have to be one-sided on this, right? That you, yeah. you have to be either celebratory or down in the dumps. And I'm in between. I can recognize his brilliant play, taking over for Brett Favre in an impossible situation, and what he did, and also recognize that it's time to move on. I, I do think his play... Went downhill, and he led the team to a sub-500 record. Couldn't get over the hump like he had back a little over a decade ago and getting to the Super Bowl. And after he got his big contract, he totally crapped on the Packers. It's just so rough when you say, I don't want to play here anymore, to to a team in a state. You know, it's like, okay, bud, we don't want you either, right? Yeah, and I, I think public sentiment shifted to the Packers, you know, yep. feeling comfortable shopping him and even getting totally. the idea of a trade out. I disagree with Jason Wildey. I still think the most... Eye-opening thing to me about the trade compensation is that there's nothing aside of 65% of snaps that converts a second-round pick to a first-round pick for Aaron Rodgers. No stats, no playing in 2025, nothing about playoffs or anything like that. Just 65% of the snaps next year, and a second-round pick becomes a first-round pick for the Packers in 2024. And if he's not hurt, that happens. I mean, that, that's That clearly will happen. That's an eye-opener to me. Even if he's injured that. for part of the year, he may play 65%. That's a pretty low threshold. I thought so, too. To go from 2 to a 1. Uh, it's 5.15 at WTMJ. We're going to change gears up next. New Berlin West prom photos. The kids vote and decide to take the prom photos, not in New Berlin, but in downtown Milwaukee at the Public Museum, and there is outrage. Were those kids safe? Should they have been in Milwaukee? And a couple of bad crashes over the weekend, which leads us once again to ask... Is it safe to drive in Milwaukee? Should we come into Milwaukee if you live in the suburbs? That's the conversation up next on WTMJ. A couple of stories that I want to tie together here. So let's start in New Berlin, where New Berlin West High School, 
the students there decided through student government to take their pre-prom photos in downtown Milwaukee at the library, which is a beautiful building. So the students voted and decided that they wanted to take their photos. It's actually going to be this Friday at the library downtown. They're Par- like their pre-prom. They're pre-prom. Yeah. Parents have found out about this and they are upset about it. A large number of parents have been very outspoken now the past couple of days saying Milwaukee's not safe. We don't want our kids going into Milwaukee because of the crime, and we don't want our kids, one parent is quoted as saying, going to Milwaukee because of the reckless driving. We don't want them driving around. It's unsafe, and they're ticked. The school says, we don't decide where the photos are taken. This is driven by students. This is driven by parents. We don't decide. We don't endorse or sanction where pre-prom photos are taken. Right, because it's not a school event. Yep. But it was the student government sanctioned by the school that made this decision. So now parents are trying to figure out what to do. As of now, the photos are still scheduled to be taken downtown at the library. And parents are really, really upset. They say it's not safe. This weekend, there were two incidents of reckless driving where people died. And one, a woman was killed and four were injured when a reckless driver went through a light and slammed into this woman. And then their car slammed into people on the sidewalk who were badly injured. Another incident took place this weekend where... A 74-year-old Milwaukee man is dead after a crash on Sunday morning. A high-speed car was traveling east on Capitol, collided with the victim's car. The victim's car was slammed into a traffic pole. The guy died. Reckless driving out of control. Exhibit number one for the parents in New Berlin who say, this is why we don't want our kids coming into town. My question is very simple. In your house, whether it's with kids or it's with you and your spouse or whoever, Are you having serious reservations about coming into Milwaukee because of the danger level? The old National Bank talk and text lines 855-616-1620. This is a very frustrating problem for the city of Milwaukee to have because overall violent crime and property crime have fallen just in this in 2022. This was a a news conference that the mayor gave in April 19th. And he said homicides are down. Aggravated assaults are down. But the increases in non-fatal shootings and carjackings are troubling. Those are disturbing. And I think, you know, you have people in the suburbs saying, is it risk worth the risk to travel in? And this the party bus shooting, remember that? The people right. that came from Green Bay. Um, I think it's a legitimate concern. Okay, so do parent, you have fear coming into the city? Do you not come into the city because of this? I have fear coming into the city. I do. And you and I were just talking about something we're doing down here downtown. And I'm thinking, I got to walk five blocks alone. And I'm nervous about it. And I'm trying to strategize. What should I do? Should I Uber over there? Park one place, Uber five blocks? I'm not kidding. So at our old location on Capitol Drive, I was nervous all the time. And I didn't like it. And I didn't feel comfortable. Now we're downtown inside the avenue. And it's close to the interstate. So I take the interstate in from Menominee Falls. And I exit. And then I don't have to go a couple blocks. And that's a relief. And so it's a relief, and I feel okay. But in my neighborhood where I live, I routinely hear from people. I just talked to a woman about a month ago, and she will not come into Milwaukee for dinner to go to Pfizer Forum, to go to the rep. Listen, She's not doing it. One of my children's classmates was shot. Uh, in that shooting at Pfizer last year oh, yeah. in the chest. Outside she was caught in the crossfire outside the Deer District. So that is my you know, suburban child's classmate caught in gang crossfire shooting outside of Bucks basketball game. So it is, I mean, as a parent, as a person, it's really, it's very concerning. And I get how these parents are worried about it. Folks have asked me what I like most about being at the Avenue. And I love the history of 
Radio City on Capitol Drive. And, Amy, you kind of grew up in your career there. John, you did as well. So did I. First job out of college. Right? But that's all that I miss about it, right? The the history and kind of where my career started and where we all kind of grew up as as broadcasters. Uh, But it was taking life into your own hands driving to work. I mean, your head was on a swivel. Nobody really stopped at the lights, right? Well, the red light was a recommendation. It's just a suggestion. But I just can't tell you how many times driving home you just see something that you didn't see the day prior. And it My was friend just, was shot at on that street, yes. It was a Capital. mess. So yeah. to John's point, we're on the freeway, the bulk of the drive into downtown. You get off, you park at the parking garage, and yep. and all good. And and I still feel safe downtown in Milwaukee. I do, uh, too. In most places, right? There's some places I'm just not going to go. No, but um, I still go to dinner. I'm still coming to the yeah. paths. I'm still going to dinner downtown. Still by the I'm lake. Still going to the art museum. Having said that, I'm, I'm still coming, that. but I know a lot of people that aren't. Oh, I, I know, do too. I do. I do know people. Well, a good sampling of that is on the text line. So let me read some of those from the nine two zero. We're forty miles from Milwaukee. We will not come into the city for any reason with exclamation points. John, going into Milwaukee is not what it used to be. It's not worth the trip. There's plenty of good opportunities in places like Waukesha County. For the 262, I got tickets for a Brewers game on May 10th. A Brewers game out on the interstate. And I'm concerned I may not go. Um, And it goes on and on and on like that from the text line. From the 414, I have extra awareness when I drive, really watching when I'm in the city. I drive speed limit and in the right lane. Extra double checks when going through intersections. I'd rather walk than drive downtown. From the 262. Oops, my screen just refreshed. Um, I find myself avoiding Milwaukee when before I used to enjoy going out to eat on a Saturday night. But I want to know that I'm safe. I'm not going to get shot at and my car will be there when I'm ready to leave. I cannot with full confidence travel into Milwaukee anymore, given its current state of anarchy. This is sad. It's where we are. It's sad. Right. As a country, too, I mean, we, we definitely, kids wake up and they hear about another shooting every day. So it's also a nationwide issue. Well, that's why, to me, the reckless driving is a bigger issue here. Agreed. There are shootings everywhere, and it's terrible. In Milwaukee, the reckless driving is absolutely out of control. The two Agreed. examples that I shared. We'll continue to pick up this topic uh, maybe another day. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. All right, let's bring in our friend meteorologist uh, Brian Isnansky. Brian, I know we've talked with you about Rogers before, but now it appears that it's actually a done <laughs> deal. And we put up a Twitter yeah. question that was very simple. Now that the Rogers deal is done, are you one happy or are you two sad? Almost eighty percent say happy. Those are the only two choices. Where does uh, where does Brian Isnansky come down? You know, I I, I would say I'm probably happy. Uh, on the happy end of things. However, I will say, I, I will pay, you know, respects to obviously many awesome years uh, with the Packers, but just this last year put me over the edge to to make this this a happy moment for me. Personally. Yeah, I feel that way too. I, I don't want to be happy because I, I respect him a lot and he won four MVPs and it brought us a lot of great yeah. excitement, but man, it's time. There's going to be a struggle for sure. Yep. I yeah. mean, it's a whole new ball game. Yeah. And and to, and to think that you know to, next year Jordan Love is going to be an MVP candidate, I think that's super unfair. I think like I mean, what was Rogers his first year with uh, what's quite quite frankly a very high 
powered offense. You look yep. at Rodgers' receivers his first year, and they went what five and eleven? I don't remember. Was it was it that bad? I don't Something, know. Greg probably has a better handle on that. How rough was it for Rodgers' yeah, first sub-500, year? Sub five hundred, but he was over. You know, he was over thirty five hundred yards passing and touchdown to interception. Yeah. Like you saw the makings of a good quarterback. It was not a great team yep. around him right away. Yeah, it's uh, so. I guess temper the expectations like initially, but like I'm just the drama, everything that went yeah. along with it. I'm ready to move on, you Agreed. know. And I think it was a business as far as a business goes. They the players always say it's a business, and so did the coaches. Everything, you know, um, it made sense. It really did. I mean, the the price tag was super high. It seemed like you know, like we've given it so many tries, right, for it to get yeah. us over the edge to the Super Bowl again, and it just was heading in the wrong direction. Yeah, for sure. I think that's uh, pretty well said. Uh, what's up with the weather? It's uh, this about oh. a good 10 to 15 degrees below average for our Man. high this time of year, right? Can we can just keep talking Packers? <laughs> I wish. <you> know? <laughs> no, it's, it, we are. Uh, 58, I think, the average high for today, 58 or 59. And um, we briefly got up to 50 when we had the sunshine this morning, but we're back into the 40s. And guess what, guys? We have more of this kind of rain slash Dip and dot sleet uh, slash snow mix possible tonight and into tomorrow morning. Uh, so what we saw on Saturday, we could maybe see a repeat again uh, tonight and into tomorrow morning. Hey, Niz, if I can ask, what's the outlook for Thursday? That's the day I'm playing 100 holes of golf for the MAC Fund in Sockville. <laughs> Good for you, man. Out of the bog again. Yeah, that's it. honestly, I think Thursday might be the best day of the week I next week. Yes, or this week. Excellent. Uh, we're looking at uh, mostly sunny, um, 50s, if not close to 60 degrees. So much better than what we're dealing with now. No, it's not going to be like summer out there, but it will be much better than what we're dealing with uh, these next couple days. There you go, Matt. I'll take See? that. Yeah, for I, sure. It was, yeah. 30, it was 38 and sleeting last year. That's rough. <laughs> and it felt like 22 and sleeting. It was worse than it was. Oh, looked. I bet. Oh, man, it was Yeah, that's a, that's a wide-open course out there, too. You can get some pretty good wins. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's looking better uh, on Thursday. But uh, the, good thing you're not doing it tomorrow morning. Yeah. Tomorrow morning might be the similar case. <laughs> oh. Good. <laughs> All right, meteorologist Brian Nisnansky. Thanks, Niz. We appreciate it. Yeah, all right, guys. Big sports day, right? And then you got the Bucks going on. I'm yeah, ready exactly. For that one too. Here we go. Giannis is going to play. It sounds like so things are things um, are looking up. Is it Greg? Is it a must win? Would you say? I mean, it's got to be right. Close well, to I, it. You go down three one. Anytime you're in a position where you have to win three out of four, you'd, you'd like to get that uh, that first one, right? So, and then you have <laughs> yeah. opportunities for two of those final three games to be at home, which you like. So you, you're going to have to steal one on the road here at some point. You got it. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. All right, 544 WTMJ. Uh, we'll talk a little Aaron Rodgers in a way that you can make a difference for kids in our community. That's up next on WTMJ. I want to talk a little Aaron Rodgers here before we make way for Bucks basketball. You've probably undoubtedly heard by now that Aaron Rodgers, the trade to the Jets, is uh, very close to being finalized. Brian Gutekunst pretty much admitting as much, saying that Rodgers has to pass a physical and a few other things have to take place, and then it will be a done deal. Adam Schefter reporting that this is how the compensation will shake out. The Packers will move from number thirteen in the first, number fifteen in the first round to number thirteen. So they move up two positions. They will also gain a second-round pick in the first round that they didn't have before. The Packers currently have a fifth-round draft pick. They will send that to the Jets in exchange for the Jets' sixth-round draft pick. And then on next year's draft, the Packers have a second-round pick coming from the Jets, 
And if Aaron Rodgers plays more than 65% of the snaps, that second round moves to a first round. So they will likely end up, uh, barring an injury, having a first-round pick from the Jets in next year's draft. Greg, anything about the compensation package being reported? It's just being reported, not confirmed by either team. Anything about that surprise you? Two things stand out to me. Number one, no existing players, right? There is no wide receiver from the Jets, disgruntled wide receiver, veteran wide receiver coming over, no existing players. It's all draft compensation and Aaron Rodgers. That's it. Rodgers the only existing player in the entire compensation plan. That doesn't mean the Jets won't move on from some other players who may or may not be worthy of a contract extension somewhere else or looking for a different uh, place to play, but Aaron Rodgers, the only existing player in the package. And the other part of it is nothing is tied to Rodgers playing beyond this season. It's only tied to 65% of the snaps. So if he plays that, the Packers get a first-round pick in 2024. And what's not being reported on as much with regard to this trade is that this year's draft is not being looked at as one that's overly deep. In fact, you might see more first-round trades than you're used to seeing because people want to you know, parlay their picks and get more second-round, third-round value, whereas next year's draft, and you know, a lot of players have to commit, but more than likely is going to be looked at as more favorable hmm. to draft in the first round than this year. Well, so is this round. good for the Packers? That has to be the question. Well, I, I think it, it was very clear when Aaron came out of the darkness that his playing days in Green Bay were done. And I subscribe to the Packers have leverage because they have their quarterback and the Jets don't. Nobody's bidding against the Jets, but they don't have the quarterback they are seeking. So he, he walks in and he becomes that guy. Exactly. For the exactly. Jets. So to me, I, I don't look at the trade as, wow, the Packers really fleeced the Jets or, man, the Jets got the better end of this deal. I think it's a pretty fair trade, but I am a little surprised that there, there's nothing tied to this deal Beyond 2024. Nothing about Aaron playing in 2025. Nothing at all. And he could still end up with a first-round pick. So all this, and Aaron might be a Jet for, what, four months, five months? It's kind of a growing pains for the Packers, for sure. Yeah, there's no way the Packers are as good this year as they were last year. But that's not what this is about. This is about they have to move to the future. And they're going to lose Jordan Love as well if they didn't do that now. And and there is a domino effect, right? And the Packers, after Brett Favre that first year, were not as good with Aaron Rodgers. And they became a championship team. Exactly. Right? So, And and that could happen here, certainly. But there is a domino effect, right? I mean, my gut feeling is that the Packers are not going to want to pay Mason Crosby to be their kicker anymore. Yep. Right? Do they need a championship caliber kicker? So I, who makes I, a lot of money. I do wonder about that. So who else, right? So the, the unrestricted free agents that you look at, look at that list and, and try and figure out who else could be gone looking for work or the Packers just may choose not to pay. All right, let's shift gears here because there's something really cool going on uh, in a couple of days that I want to make sure that we talk about here and talk about often. The MAC Fund has this incredible event that they do. It's really, really unique. They only pick a handful of people, less than 20 people usually most years, who will golf 100 holes in one day. 100 holes of golf in one day. Greg Matzik is going to do that again this year. It's incredible. It's to raise money for the MAC Fund. It's to battle pediatric cancer, to research this despicable disease. That's what this is all about. So you will be golfing 100 holes, uh, raising money for the MAC Fund. Uh, how are we doing that? Uh, we're, you are bald, but maybe not for long. Well, we're doing that with chiropractor visits and an uh, <laughs> uh, adequate stretching routine and a hot tub. That's how physically I'll be able to get through 100 holes. Uh, but we are setting up a, a donation site. In fact, it's already up and running. My goal is to get to $7,500 raised. And right now we're at $5,750. So we talked about this in the 3 o'clock hour, and almost instantly we had a couple hundred dollars raised, which yep. is great. And we brought it up on a Friday's program 
and we raised over the weekend about $1,000. So uh, I really appreciate folks kind of coming out and supporting a great cause. But I, I wanted to have a little skin in the game, too, to try and entice folks to maybe <laughs> put 5 10 15 100 bucks, whatever you got toward it. Uh, so if we get to that $7,500 mark, I am going to spend at least a month growing my hair back. Whoa. And I don't know... <laughs> you, you started, found, right? Uh, you started it. Uh, did I start growing my hair back? Yeah, you've started the project. Uh, well, no, I, I well, I shaved yesterday because we're not at seventy five hundred. Yeah, no, not yet. yet. Okay, but so. people are sending me pictures of me with hair that they have yeah. found in newspapers, which I think is. I don't I know where these pictures one. existed from. I posted a picture of you from nineteen ninety six with hair on my Twitter feed. You can check it out there. So if you get us to seventy five hundred bucks, folks, Greg's going to grow his hair back. I, I need to see this. We've never done anything like this. It, my wife has never seen me with hair. That's amazing. She's a little nervous. Let's just talk about one reason why this is important to donate, though. More than 47 kids are diagnosed with cancer every day. This mm. is on the Mac Fund website. And not every story has a happy ending. One out of five kids will not survive their battle with cancer. 20%. So that's why. It's important to donate. Yep, we got to get to this. So and that here's money the stays in Wisconsin, way. right? It's all yeah. pediatric That's amazing. cancer research, which is outstanding. Here's the way to do it: help us get to seventy five hundred dollars. Help us save more kids. Help us beat this dastardly disease, and help us make Greg grow his hair. Yeah. Text the word <laughs> golf, G O L F. Text the word golf to the old National Bank talk and text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. It's that easy. Text the word golf to 855-616-1620, Old National Bank, get old. You text the word golf, and boom, we shoot you right to your phone a link, which is Greg's page for the Mac Fund for his 100 holes of golf. It's super easy, and you can get your PayPal. I think you can use that, too. It's so yeah. easy. Or your very, Apple Pay. It's very safe, very super secure, easy. and uh, it, it's any contribution. If you want to have some fun and see me grow hair or just feel compelled to uh, you know, try and, and, and you know, rid this, this wretched disease, or at least get down the, down the path of doing so. If you've been affected by cancer in any way in your family, uh, and this moves you in any way, we, we'd love to have you be a, a part of it. And I'll dedicate a hold to you as well. i got got 100 to play. So, I love that. And I don't have 100 supporters yet. Are you so good at golf, we'll Greg? Um, he I, is. I, he's going to be humble here, but he is. He's a very good golfer. I, I, thank you for answering that, John. Because yeah, he's, he's too humble. It's to more yes. about conditioning, I think. <laughs> <laughs> over 100 holes. It's more like a marathon right. at this point. Yeah. So 18 holes usually takes an average person four hours. You will be golfing much faster than that because you're trying to do 100. But think about that, 100 holes of golf. That's that's a lot of golf. Yeah, you're scooting. There's uh, There are no bogey putts, I'll put it that way. Do you start getting tired at 18? Uh, it depends <laughs> God, on, honestly, not. it depends on the weather. The first year I did it, man, I, I, Gabe Neitzel and I did it. And we felt great. In fact, we played 110 holes. We played 10 holes coming in. Whoa. Last year, it got dark quick. We started late. There was a frost delay. The weather was bad. So it was a You're thinking this a is more challenging on the system to get through it. Yeah. All right. So text the word golf to 855-616-1620. The word golf. Help us make a difference. We can do this together. Yeah. Thank you.